Welcome to Anime Archives with your hosts, Ernest and John. I don't know why I paused there. I, I always, I always think you're going to interject, but for one I know year, we never did. I don't think we've ever nailed that intro. We don't. And we just don't have a specific formula. Does one person say both names? Does he say, do we say our, each other's names? I don't yeah. know. Either way, we're going to continue it's that. It's going to be our tradition going forward. But we're back. We're back. We're back after cramming for the past two weeks yes. on two complete separate series. Completely different, too. In genre, scope, and at least a pill in one person's end. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we're excited to be back. And today we're talking about a cool anime that is, I would consider it a sport. I would say it's a sports it's a, it's anime. A sport. It's a sports anime, but it's a sport that I would be terrible in if I ever did it. I'll probably wreck something. I mean, I could have thought the same thing about tennis before we did that. I feel if you have practice, I mean, you'll always obviously get better. But this is also practice with pieces of machinery that we really didn't couldn't afford in high school either. I, I came and drive a stick shift. <laughs> For and real, if me that, too. And if that cued you in, uh, the anime we're talking about today in series is Initial D, the first stage. But Initial D is the name of the series, but they break down seasons by stages. Yep, they have like five stages. Five stages. And what's crazy is some of those stages are just movies. Oh, some stages are yeah. just movies? So oh, I think okay. it's like this. Uh, the third stage is like a two-hour movie, and All then right. it goes into like 26 episodes. But they have like a different format when it comes to that. And then there's other movies that's a, a recap of earlier fights. So you have to know kind of going into it. Otherwise, you've already watched it before. You don't want to waste your time on it. So initial D just spans, like really spreads itself out, but the anime was going on for a long time, wasn't it? About this, let's get into the summary for those who don't know what initial D is. The synopsis of initial D. Unlike his friends, Takumi Fujiwara is not particularly interested in cars, with little to no knowledge about the world of car enthusiasm and street racers. The son of a tofu shop owner, he's tasked to deliver tofu every morning. Without fail, delivering along the mountain of Akina. Thus, conversations regarding cars or driving in general would only remind Takumi of the tiring daily routine forced upon him. One night, the Kagi Red Sons, an infamous team of street racers, visit the town of Akina to challenge the local mountain pass. Led by their two aces, the, Taka- the Takahashi brothers, the Red Sons plan to conquer every racing course in <laughs> And Kanto, establishing themselves as the fastest crew in the region. However, much to their disbelief, one of their aces is overtaken by an old Toyota 86. During a drive back home from Akina, after the incident, the Takahashi brothers are cautious of a mysterious driver geared with remarkable technique and experience in the local roads. The A86 of Mount Akina. Should I just say 86? It is AE86, but should I just say 86? Yeah, that's what it's always going to be called. They'll never call the AE86. Akina. 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 Dang, why am I saying like Akina? Well, Akina. the reason why is oh, because when you write it down, you read it in like the language that you're kind of used to. And so we don't really think about it in terms of like the Japanese alphabet normally. That so it makes true. sense. Unless you fully practice these names. 
it and you say it just naturally in a standard conversation that you're going to say it with your own dialect so just like sense. when i see uh a student's name name jesus and i look at it and i said isn't that jesus yeah <laughs> i mean again it's just that dialogue <laughs> i was like no or dialect that's jesus Anyways, uh, the manga was written by Suichi uh, Singino. Uh, his other works talked about um, Kagi, about all about gambling and stuff. This uh, this manga writer does a lot of sports racing ones. His first manga was called Bari Bari Legend, uh, which is a motorcycle racing anime, and that started well manga, and that started in 1983 to 1991. And then right now, going on since 2017, another racing one like Initial D called MF Ghosts 27. Uh, that's that's still going on to this day, ongoing, and it actually features some of the characters from Initial D much older. Mm-hmm. Like Iggy is seen in that one, the new one, Ooh. MF Ghosts. Really? Yeah, he's 20 pounds heavier. He has two kids, and what? he's married, and he still works at that gas station. So no he way. Accomplished, accomplished a lot. Oh man, that that hurts. That, hey, the other the other guy, he might own it now. If it, the, it, the mate uh, Takahashi's dad owns uh, owns a tofu shop, and his friend owns that gas station. So I'm assuming. I mean, but if you own the shop, it. at least you're getting some prob- like some money. I'd be just, the manager. I hope making bank because all the kids go there to get get that high octane gasoline. To go racing. What? It just makes me mad to hear this. <laughs> like, Takumi went off to go be good, and this guy went off to work at the same gas station he lived his whole life at. I don't know. It just doesn't seem to... Hey, they're continuing the cycle, because it's like his dad, Takumi's dad, owned a tofu shop, and Takumi goes off to become a racer, probably a legend, but he still keeps tabs with his friends, so they still call each other up. They buy hey, Iggy, what, what's up? And Iggy's just like... Had a lot of gas sales today. These two kids. <laughs> two kids and my wife, you know. Hey, Takumi, you remember when we used to go to the beach? Remember that one day we went to the beach with the girls? And you, I drove my 885. Eight, I thought I was a badass, dude. I still own that 85, by the way. Oh, does it? did you upgrade it or is it still stock? Still stocked. Keeping things I, original. And I got the our uh Akina Speed Stars. Yeah, the Speed Stars. I still got my crooked ass bumper sticker thing up on my front hood of the car. I hated that. So my kids would know. That'd be so embarrassing if he was part of your crew. Oh man. And that he came up with the idea that he's already a badass driver. And what's funny is Takumi at no part of the first stage ever says he's part of the Speed Stars. Oh yeah, never. he never says. Like he's part of the friends group, yeah. but he never says he's actually and, part. And of that even being part of the friends group, it's like being part friends with your coworkers. And after work, they said, "Hey, you want to come up to the mountain pass with us and hang out and shoot the shit?" You're like, I guess I don't have a car, so uh, Iggy, my friend, he's going up there, so I gotta follow. I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> guess I'll get some coffee and chill until you can take me home. Because me and my dad, my dad has eight six. Yeah. He's like, car. you know, I'm only gonna be up in five hours while you all are asleep. You know, <laughs> yeah. making runs anyway. Tofu shops, and how they completely gloss over the fact that 
He was driving since he was 10 years old. I mean, they mentioned it. Uh, what do you was mean it, by gloss over? Because they've mentioned it. They a, mentioned it. A good amount of times where they re-bring that up. Like, oh, he's young. Because he he's 15, been... right? When it starts, or is it 18? He's 18. Okay. 18, 100%. So five years. Okay, so he was 13 when he started driving. Yeah. Maybe I was tripping. But he was r- driving in all conditions on top of that, yes. which is crazy. I'm a 30-year-old driver. I see that starts to snow, and I'm like, hold up. He's driving on a mountain with snow. On an 8.6 Toyota? Oh, that's... As a 13-year-old, that's amazing. That is. And the fact that people needed tofu that badly. So think people were like... His dad was like, here's a cup of water. You gotta make sure these deliveries are on part. The people want their fried tofu and their tofu on time! Well, Takumi. Well, they didn't have DoorDash back then. They didn't have no Uber Eats. That's all you got. You, well, they didn't have Domino's. Like, what did they got? <laughs> like, you, you got tofu yes. or you got... Teriyaki. I don't know. I never even think... Well, we're not in Japan, so I guess I would never be like, man, tofu is good as hell. I, I know that you can... Have you ever had tofu? I had tofu before. Did you like it? I think it's I think it's a good meat replacement because you can just use it with whatever spice or sauce that you like. Mm-hmm. Tofu takes that, that, that seasoning. It has a weird is, texture to me. Yeah. Like, the texture just doesn't feel real. <laughs> it's... It's like a paste. Yeah. That's, yeah. But, but that tofu. Yeah. That tofu. So, Takumi is doing what? He is racing? Yeah, he he actually, just like we said in the synopsis, he's not much of a racer. He he, he drives for delivery only. He doesn't own this 8.6, but one day while he's doing a delivery late at night, uh, one of the Takashi brothers, so name I butcher completely, but I'm going to try one more time. Keisuke. There we go. Keisuke. There we go. He's driving. He's like, man, these these speed stars are whack, man. We're going to beat them real quick because Takahashi brothers are on this mission to beat everyone in their region, I guess. And so they can be the number one street racing team. Uh, So they go, let's go beat this low tier team real quick. At their course. At their course. Beat their record times and trials and stuff like that. But while he's practicing one night, uh, he is passed by in a Trino 86, an old car, and he has like this nice F F series vehicle. I should wrote down all the car names. I should wrote them all. I mean, I only remember. I don't remember his car. I I know it's called like an know, FR, for instance, yeah, but I don't know the exact make model for of that. I mean, I do know uh, later on they introduce a GTR. Okay, yeah. and then after that, they introduce in the first or the second stage. That's where they uh, introduce the Evos from oh, Mitsubishi. Okay. But in terms of uh, his or his brother's car, I don't exactly know. I what... know they both are the same brand company, just mm-hmm. different tricked out. I remember one of the guys from the Midnight, uh, the Midnight Kids. Yeah, yeah, I think they're the Midnight Kids. He drove like a Honda Night Civic, kids or something? the Night yeah. Kids. Yeah, the, the Night, Night kids. kids. He drove a Honda Civic, and so yeah. that one was really obvious. Yeah, the the guy with bumper sticker and the other guy had a S thirteen, the main, the first Night Kid that he faced. Originally, he had an S thirteen. That was he, oh yeah, he, he upgraded that to, to a GTR. A, yeah, GTR, yeah. and that's a heavy, fast yeah. car. To this day. Me driving in a GTR was the fastest I've ever like actually. When did felt. you drive in a GTR? Uh, one of my clients brought it to the office and gave me a test speed, oh, wow. a test a run, and it was the only time where I actually feel like the speed could make somebody black out. It was oh, wow. that intense. 
Oh, wow. Oh, dang. That's cool as hell. Uh, back to the manga, anyways. Uh, it was published by... Kodansha? Yeah, what you said. Uh, the Weekly Young Magazine, and it's uh, it's demographic, it's sinning, if you guys couldn't guess. Original run was from June 26, 1995 to July 29, 2013, and it ran for 48 volumes of initial D. It was a long run, man. It was a long run. If you think about it, 48 books worth of one series, that takes up a huge shelf, like a huge one. That's a lot of a lot of races. That's a lot of stuff. That's probably also a lot of filler because no one gives a damn about Iggy. That's eight years. Eight years of writing eight the years series. Eight years of beating breaks off people. He, he occasionally, I think he would eventually lose. I mean, I know there was one arc I went to a friend's house and saw that he lost. But I was like at stage like two or three or something. I, I just know there was a. I know one in particular he loses. Be, uh, but I don't want to give like spoilers or yeah. anything. I watched thirteen episodes of Initial D, and John watched him. Watched I watched the first whole. Stage. I watched the whole first twenty six. So I watched the first stage, and then I'll slowly be moving on to the second stage because I'm going to finish this series. You don't. Yeah, I feel like there's a couple series that I 100 percent need to finish all the way through so i could say i completed it yeah and with how initial d impacted me as uh in my youth and how i am still enjoying it over 10 years later it i feel it deserves the respect where you should see what is going to be what happens with takumi what is his legend and that i, I want to see what else happens because that's true the guys went through so much already and i remember reading into the manga i was i was probably into the third stage at least maybe fourth stage when it comes to the manga back yeah, in the day i know you were reading the mess all that mm-hmm. you were even doing the library reserve stuff you were reserving copies and having them anytime a new one was coming out that's when we were we, we would go to the library hard library cards in hand yeah, that was before. That was almost pre-internet. <laughs> yes. Like, because for us, I mean, they didn't have a bunch of scans online where we mm-hmm. can just find, you know, people scanning anime or manga. Mm-hmm. And back then, you had if you didn't, and we didn't have thirteen dollars to spend on each damn book, so no. we had to go reserve it at the library. And even now, I'm still incredibly grateful for the public system and giving yeah. us that option. Because I mean, that still influences us reading and. and kind of getting influenced by some of these like good stories so what was next on terms there because i wanted to go through like what was the studio and stuff i was curious uh curious about that moving on to the anime part of everything uh the studios are studio comet and studio gallop i guess they teamed up together Mm -hmm. or they had like a merger at the end i think Mm. it depends on the animation but the director of the first stage was Shin Misawa. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was produced by Ren Yusumi and written by Koji Kanada. And music, besides, you know, the move and all that, the intro stuff, was by Ruichi Katsumata. Hmm. So, I know you always listen to a soundtrack pretty well. What do you think of the music besides, like, the band stuff that was in the series? It's really hard to say. I mean, because it's hard for me to pick out a specific score. Yeah. Because there's so much music used in every episode, it doesn't really stand out as much i mean they have and what's cool about initial d is they don't really recycle their music i mean there's in 26 episodes you hear multiple different songs you they might recycle one like a song once or twice at best 
but most of the time it's probably going to be like nine or ten different songs throughout there which i think is really cool it's i mean you can tell the uh the anime and the band move really uh profited from each other because it seems like you know move that that was the biggest thing that jump started move and they because it went over what five seasons worth of shows in yeah. terms of movies and stuff they kept making new music specifically to complement the anime yep, and that's that's how we found out a move once we able to watch like the initial stuff initial d right was it we saw the anime first and we got the manga or was it we went found the manga and then started watching the anime once it was coming out see i, I so know for it? a fact it started with the manga I don't remember when I even started watching it because I don't I think when move originally came to Seattle for uh, the original soccer con I don't think I watched initial D as the anime at that time Mm. because I don't remember hearing or I don't like our I don't remember like recognizing when I was there like any of the songs I just remember the songs being like Japanese kind of techno and it being fire at that point yeah and so I mean now later on I could say oh I remember that song was played specifically I remember exactly what happened there but I don't think I watched that anime before I first heard move live when they uh, came through oh wow yeah that was interesting because I knew I knew when we went to Sakura Khan and we knew move was performing that was one of our biggest things they were like oh we had to go everything's gonna be cool Let's go see move. Uh, you were excited. I was excited. You went. I didn't. And I had a great time. Yeah. Like, I remember I the heard base, you had a great time. The base was so good. I remember the walls would actually, uh, based off the baseline, would move in like four to six inches with how much went down. And I thought that was absolutely amazing. Again, even now, they have so much music that I hear off the anime that I remember listening to live that I was like, damn, that's a, that's a genuinely good song. You. I didn't go. You, but the music is wonderful, and it fits perfectly with Initial D. Perfectly. With the racing. The, I can't say like it fits perfectly. I can't say it fits perfectly. Because uh, well, like, yeah, we, like what we discussed a little uh, before the podcast is they did a good job, and I'm not taking away from the score or the music itself. Mm. But I noticed, and again, as someone that has an ear for the music and has an ear for the score. I put a lot of faith in there. This is the first time in an anime or a series where I felt like it was almost used too much. And that this is the first time I actually recognized that music could take attention away from a specific scene. And so I, again, they did a good job. I'm not trying to take anything away from that, but I feel like now I'm going to notice if there is an overutilization of music. Like, did you feel like it was like one of those where it was like, I'm not sure if I can win this. And then you're like, will he do it? And then it goes all around the world. <laughs> they had a couple like, scenes that were very similar to that. Just, where or he was just, I mean, having like a mental freak out. And you hear like his heartbeat. Okay. And then all of a sudden it goes, no, this guy's going to make it to the finish line. And you're like, man. You see him do this thing. <laughs> like, and oh, then man. all of a sudden, magically, he just gets back in the race. And again, that's cool. I understand the appeal. But I would prefer at least them to hold off on some of the music or change it for, so that uh, it's not high-paced uh, high techno music oh, okay. with like those dynamic vocals. Because it's very disco-y, very upbeat every yeah. single time. You can't create a tension scene with upbeat music. I don't give a shit who you are. That's not how fucking tension works. What music 
would you say for this? Because this setting's like in the '90s. It could be soft ambient music, and, like very instrumental, like yeah. so that you're not taking too much attention. I don't think vocals would be necessary when it mm. comes to that. It needs to be very soft, very That's, ambient. Yeah, like for instance, look at Silent Hill. Yeah. Like if you remember some of the music off that, it was very soft, very ambient, but it built tension just off the music. Resident Evil does a good job when it comes to that as well. Mm. So when I think of this, or I mean, for instance. I mean, just certain scenes where they have a soft, darker kind of undertone to it will, to me, highlight the tension and, more importantly, the risk that they want me to feel. Because the whole point of tension is you think this person's going to lose or you think this person's going to crash. That means there's a risk. Okay. Do you really think there's a risk when there's upbeat music that makes you feel happy? That's not, I, that's not how it is. And yeah. um, it, I can challenge anybody out there to show me a scene in anime that was graphic and was pretty fucked up overall or highlighted heavy risk and heavy loss to upbeat happy music. Yeah. And I genuinely don't think you'll really find one and you'll have to stretch a lot to really find one. Yeah. One of my favorite series I love and we will one day do. Uh, Gruen Lagan, they knew how to pick the moments to use the hype music and when not to. Mm-hmm. And there was a perfect scene that really captured it, how rain, just using the effects of the sound effect of rain, can make a scene so powerful. A scene that you were hyped for a second, and you were like, reach for the stars, believe mm-hmm. in the Simon who believes in himself, and you're just hyped. And then you brought back down to reality and was like, damn. Mm-hmm. Episode ends, and you're just like, fuck. And that's the thing. I mean, music to me is incredibly important. And when you have an anime that has music as a center point in multiple episodes, that is great. That's a luxury that most I don't see in a lot of other anime. But I can't expect my boy to lose to popular, like, upbeat, happy-go-lucky music. It's just not going to happen. So, I don't know. Maybe just the curse of the first stage. Maybe it does change a little bit later. Again, I'm open to changing my opinion, but that was just something I noticed off the music. Um, Let's move on, talk about some of the the studio. So, like I said before, it was uh, co-collabed with Studio Comet and Studio Gallop. Uh, Studio Comet's works are animes like School Rumble. Remember Mm -hmm. that? Yep. Loved it. Hilarious. Uh, That's the one where I bought the whole series when I was stationed in Japan. And during a room inspection, when I was in my room, a person looked at it and thought it was hentai. So when I got back to my room, my roommate was like, hey, dude, uh, the room inspection guy said you need to put your porn away. I was like, porn? And I was like, what what are you saying porn? He's like, oh, it was that thing right there. And I was like, school rumble? This This is an anime. You just saw those cute girls. He's like, this guy's watching hentai. <laughs> just like I was just having it on my desk. That would drive me crazy. Crazy. I was like, also, this show's good as hell. I was like, all right. He didn't even read it. He just saw it. It's like filth. I have so many crazy room inspection stories. Military sucked in that aspect of having someone come in, come in your house and says, hey, clean this shit up. It pissed me off. <laughs> You're like, I'll do what I do. It. I was like, uh, it's my day off. I want to take care of when I feel like it. Yeah. Uh, uh, they. You ever remember the series, uh, Suzuka? So it was a romance with like this girl, title card. Girl mm. falls in love with boy. I would have to see like the she has blue hair. The title. It doesn't sound familiar. Maybe if I've seen a picture, it would. So I soccer. Well, I won't say soccer, but football player. You know, you like soccer. You like the European football. Uh, another anime that Studio Comma did with that actually 
uh, inspired a lot of soccer players and footballers to this day that motivate them to do that sport. They did Captain Tsubasa. Yeah, I heard about that yeah. one. Do you ever watch that anime? Nope. I didn't even know where it's at. I knew the video game came out recently. I thought it was pretty old. Yeah. Like, it, overall? It, was, it came out in 1994, 95. You can tell with the art style. I know yeah. they just released the Switch game off of it. Yeah. But in terms of watching it, no, I never... I mean, I once I knew about it, and as a fan right now, it's still hard for me to go back to that art style and, like, treat it, it. for instance, seriously. I wanted to watch it because it's one of those animes that they did... They show the character go from doing Little League soccer to making it to the pros. And stuff. That's really cool. That journey, that how long it went on to. So I thought that'd be a cool experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like case closed, but the character actually. Yeah, you don't have nine hundred episodes so, of yeah. him and his woman being like, "What's going to happen? When am I'm I going to turn?" I'm back? still a kid. Or I still I have the option to become an adult again, but I need to solve this case a lot more. It's like, oh, that case can shut it. They also did the Dragon Quest series where I never did they they did an anime for it. Never did knew. Anime yeah, I didn't from know that. From 1989 to 1991. And then they did a uh, what they called Battle Fighters Garu Dinesu, but in America we called it Fatal Fury Legend of the Hungry Wolf. That was 92. You ever play the Fatal Fury games? It's like Street Fighter? No. SNK? Yeah, never games. played them. Alright. I haven't either, so I just know the the main guy games. with the he has like blonde hair. He wears a hat, mm-hmm. wears a vest. I just remember them from the Street Fighter versus SNK fighting games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always hated Street Sega Fighter. Genesis I always hated those games. I played Mortal Kombat Dreamcast. for a small period of time, but aside from Mortal Kombat, that normal two D style fighting, I usually I stayed away from. I never liked yeah. it. Uh, Studio Gallop, Ronin Kenshin is one of their creations. They also did Ice Shield twenty twenty one. Nice. I didn't finish. I did not finish I Shield, but I like that the creator made uh the Doctor Stone. Whew, your okay. name's your name game is off today. It's off today. Okay, let's talk about some of the characters before I test your knowledge, and we'll talk about the series. Test my knowledge on the initial first stage. D? The first okay. stage of Initial D. I have a trivia thing I found. Fun trivia website. I'm gonna test you on it. All right. Let's... From hard out, but actually, actually, let's just jump right into that. Let's just do that trivia. And then we can talk about um, all the characters. All the characters. All right. So there's going to be 10 questions from the first stage of Initial D. So question one, who drives the 8-6 Trino? Is it A, Takumi Fujiwara? B, Rosuke Takahashi? D, Keitsuke Takahashi? Or C, or D, Makoto Mako Sato? It would have to be A. I got mad just honestly listening to that. <laughs> I was like, obviously it's A. I thought you were going to trick question me with Bunta. That's why I waited. <laughs> All right. Uh, who was the first driver of the 8-6 race? Kaisuke? Kaisuke. Kaisuke? Yeah. I was just going with it. All right. Uh, who was, what was so hard about the 8-6 driver's race against the Civic? One uh, hand- it was a one-handed death match. One hand the was taped stick. to yeah. the steering wheel. It was that. It was rainy and the road was slippery. No, no, don't even do anything. It was just the one right. hand was taped. Right. I know 100%. <laughs> Keisuke and Rosuke. <laughs> Ryusuke. Ryusuke are twins. <laughs> are they twins? True or false? False. Ryusuke is the older brother. What is the name of Mako's navigator? Oh, fucking A. Takeshi, Kenji, Sayuki, or Kenta? 
Sayuki. That's the only feminine sounding name. Whoever made this trivia list is starting to. Yeah, right? It's, it's like really, like, like a lot of it's really easy where I'm like, you don't have to give me the rest of the answers. I know 100%. What is Akina's racing team called? The Speed Stars. Yeah, I'm not even going to say <laughs> it. I'm just going to ask you the question. Who did the 8 6 race against in the rain? Kenta? It was Kenta. Did Isuke get in an accident? Isuke get in an accident. Yes. What car does Ryusuke, Ryusuke. Ryusuke drive? An RX-7 FC? An 8.6? An RX-7 FD? Or a SEAL 80? RX-7 FC? I didn't know that was an RX-7, so that's actually good to know. Because that was one of the things we talked about earlier. I did not know what uh, two cars they drove. So... What color is the Red Sun's FD? Red, yellow, blue, or black? It would be... I, I know this. Red. You said red? All right. Let's see your, see how you did. First one you got right. Second one you got right. Third one you got correct. Uh, Yes, you got the, the fourth one correct. Uh, Risuke is the older brother. Obviously. Um, You got the feminine name correctly, so <laughs> that's good. Speed Stars, yes. Kenta, yes. Um, you would have aced it all until the very end. Honestly, it was an FD. It's, it's no, no, no. You got oh. the F FC, the RX oh. number nine, but the color of the Red Suns FD is yellow. The brother drove white, and the oh, other yeah. one drove yellow. Yeah, you're right. Red. Yeah, gosh, so, but that sucks. You did better than the average person who did eight out of ten. So. Ugh, yeah, so. I'm better than average though. I should have gotten ten. Damn yeah. it, that yellow one got me. I don't know why I was thinking wrong. red. Because that Red Suns, it's a stupid yeah. connection. So <laughs> red Suns, none of them have red cars. All right, let's get into some of the characters. Um, I'm going to just say a character's name, and I want you to... Uh, I'm going to say the name of their voice actor and the character from Japan, Japanese and English, and I want you to just tell us your thoughts about them. I think that'd be pretty cool. Okay. Just give us, like, whatever your opinion of them. So we're going to start with the main character, Takumi Fujiwara, who is voice actor whose voice actor is uh dang, he has like his voice actor is michael lee he has two for english and two for japanese it's like they changed because mm. one is english is david winnenberg another one was joel mcdonald then they have the for japanese he has sinchiro miki and uh mamoru miyona i got takumi's voice actor is michael lee they changed I don't know. But keep going. Uh, so what are your thoughts on the main character of the series? Uh, in terms of as a character or his voice performance? Uh, terms as a character, and you can also add the tell and talk about the voice actor. Okay. I mean, we watched this all in dub. Yeah, I watched it all in dub. Um, I thought Takumi's dub, for me, I watched one episode in sub. I thought the dub was better just off one episode, so it's kind of an unfair comparison right there. Yeah. Um. In terms of Takumi as a whole, I liked his character archetype, but I I like how um, he brings his emotions to the road, for instance. When he's pissed, his driving gets dramatically more aggressive. He excels in his ability to have ultra-concentration. And the way he views racing and just life and even himself, I like him because he's very spiteful. You try to push him into doing something, he's not going to do it. You'll never be able to make him do that. He has to come to it on his own. And so there's a lot of things that I was able to like identify with just watching this kid. And how he would 
you know, he was passionate about racing and stuff, but then he found himself always thinking of like that one specific girl. And so I just liked him as a character. I thought he was really endearing and I liked uh, how he would always like defend his friends. He had no problem defending his friends or if he fa- he liked this girl, found out one guy was talking crap on her, uh, her boyfriend, and he yeah. beat the brakes off him and yeah. did not give a damn. And I like that as a person. That was cool. That was I, awesome. I can respect that. I mean, uh, what about you? Do you think Takumi really stood out for you? Yeah, I think I think this show does a good job of uh, sprinkling character development mm-hmm. as you do it. Uh, just seeing like uh, you slowly kind of see like his mindset of like he really cares about his friends. Like literally he's on a date. Uh, and the girl's like, uh, you know, next time, you know, we can go on a ride or we can even plan an overnight trip. Instead of him going, we better do some things in the overnight trip. He goes, oh, yeah, my friend asked me to do a, a double date and go to a beach. Talk about his boy Iggy. And yeah. now about this girl just said an overnight trip and you're in high school. Yeah. Any and normal like, person would have been like, all right, we're doing it. Bye, bye. Hey, Iggy, you got to go in the back line. But he really is like, hey. Actually, uh, can we do a double date? And can you bring a friend? My my friend Iggy really wants to do something, and his friend Iggy's a goofball. Terrible, uh, he slapstick comedy goofball kind of. Yeah, just awkward. He would just Iggy does a good job of making you kind of acknowledge that one awkward friend you always had in like in your life. Oh yeah, where you just in a social situation, you're like. Out of everyone as a wingman, I would not want this person. (laughs) (laughs) And that's what Iggy reminded me of. Again, has a good heart. He was the only one out of everybody that supported Takumi unconditionally. And I think this is tough because uh, when we read the mangas, uh, when it was translated uh, to us by, I think it was like uh, Tokyo Pop. Yeah, it was Tokyo Pop, yeah, I think. So. Uh, they use nicknames for these Japanese characters instead of, hey, let's teach American audiences to speak English. So uh, they called Takumi Fujiwara's character, nick- like, to shorten his name, just call him Tak. And then uh, Iggy in the show is actually Isuke uh, Takuchi, but we just called him Iggy. You know, I, I had this idea that, hey, that's a name that we refer to him as. Well, that's never established in actual anime, mm-hmm. which is something we read in the manga. Um, what do you think? What are your thoughts on the the Takahashi brothers? You know, Risuke and uh, Keisuke. Risuke, yeah. I like both of them. I they pull out the classic uh, trope of two brothers that have completely conflicting personalities. Yeah. I mean, you have one that's, you know, the small, smarter, older, cerebral one that thinks about it. And then you have the younger one that is the hot-headed, impulsive kind of prodigy. So I think they both have do a good job in terms of you don't hate them. I mean, you like them, too. I like both of them as characters. I mean, they you originally think, hey, they're the enemies of the 8-6 with how it goes out. And yeah. they're the real kind of villains of the series. And then you realize that's not the case. They're they're all just street racers. They're <laughs> 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 all just yeah. getting each other better, fanboying. And uh, on a quick side note, man, how boring would it be to actually go to one of these damn events? If you think about it, they're, they're, they're all on a mountain. There's like, what, 300 people waiting? And you're kicking it on one fucking turn. So I'm here on this one turn. Waiting. Waiting. Rain. Sun. Doesn't matter. Waiting. They go through. Roam. <laughs> wow. They did one drift in front of me for three seconds and now gone. Now you walk back up the mountain. There's, you can't see anything fucking else. 
I just never understood why there was an appeal to that as an an like from a spectator view in the anime. It doesn't make damn sense. I always thought it was because people are waiting for someone to crash, like flip, like they take it too long and just like flip over. But that's more of my like I always think of the worst case scenario. But remember um how I scrub like downtown, like near bar, the Irish pub down the road in Renton. Remember the street racers used me up at that gas station? Yeah. And we, we just always saw it and we're like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Because <laughs> they just all leave. had Hondas and Toyotas yes. and with shitty mufflers acting freaking cool. They were like, we sit here, we meet up, then we discuss who's racing tonight. They weren't doing pink tickets, obviously. Pink That's slips, yeah. Pink slips. This is, this is, that was in the movies. They were just like, we're going to drag race. Drag race was what they did. We didn't do downhill racing. It was drag racing. Well, yeah. Our, theirs was, again, this is street racing, real racing. Yeah. Drag racing is who can go fast in a straight line for <laughs> 10 seconds. I don't see the appeal of drag racing. I've never seen the appeal of that. I just saw that people literally beef and fight people for for things. I saw little videos of those. Or people would meet up the track. I, that's the only time I see maybe, but even then, I never cared about NASCAR or racing in tracks period i was just like cargo fast well yeah and that's the thing is for us it doesn't really appeal at all i mean there was two types of street of um car driving games growing up there was the gran turismo forza motorsport simulation circuit pro racing which takahashi uh one of the takahashi bros um actually talks about this and he's like the pro syndicate he has no interest in he doesn't care about that he could go pro he doesn't care it's the street racing that's actually interesting because now they're not constricted to one specific uh, route, one specific line. They yeah. have a lot of different options. And so with me, like I always loved Need for Speed growing up. Yes. Need for Speed Most Wanted was one of my favorite games. I or, like Need for Speed Underground. Underground, Underground 2. Underground 2 was absolutely two great. Was great too. Uh, or Need for Speed Carbon when I drove your ass off that mountain and you fell. <laughs> I'll never forget that. That was like, <laughs> that was my. Only time I played online <laughs> in that racing game was against you. But it's those games always appealed to me. And even as a person, if you like, like, I'm not a Fast and the Furious fan. Yeah. I do not like that series. I think it's a garbage ass series. I like Tokyo Drift. That's the only time I actually like, oh, this is racing. And that's the thing. Like, yeah. the only one that I genuinely did like was Tokyo Drift out of all of it. Yeah. The drift turn racing to me pumps me up and hypes me up and maybe that's because of initial d yeah like it could be the fact of just like how we were influenced as kids and what kind of that one uh, seed that sprouted a little bit later so that's a huge possibility but i mean again for me need for speed the street racing or anything that was similar to that i can see the appeal but just like you said you're turning left 500 times i don't care yeah i don't you're on a circuit you know you're going incredibly fast I, it's hard for me to care. I don't watch uh, F1 series racing yeah. or anything like that. No, I just have no desire in that. Mm-hmm. And and it, you know, it is a skilled sport. Like, I've never said I could do it. But it's definitely one of those where it's just like, just don't interest me. But seeing this, this anime initially is just really cool in that aspect. Because it does. I feel like it does a good job of putting you behind the wheel mm-hmm. in the car. Or at least in the passenger seat. Just really letting you see what's going through these thoughts. And then even though... Uh, Takumi, he he's he doesn't talk as much. You just how he expresses himself. I, I that's what I think I do like about the art style because it is old 
and you can tell it's dated uh in the the 90s or early 2000s but i like how they look very human and stuff and very like hey these are like real people no wearing like blue shirt uh blue jeans and a t-shirt and they don't have anime hair you know one guy's hair isn't red or blue it's like brown or black yeah it's like it's average and you know, that's what's so good about thick eyebrows are small i know? feel like that was just a product of its time period yeah because maybe it was probably mid to late 2000s is when anime started getting very mo very tropey yeah. very everyone looks dramatic like not a human being at this point and that's where fan service really started to come in i mean here obviously it's anime so it has its typical beach episode but aside from that, I mean, it doesn't have too much fan service compared to, like, the standard anime. Like you pointed out, everyone has a, a realistic style of clothing and a realistic look, too. So that dealt with the Takahashi brothers uh, that we talked about. Did you like them as people? All right. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about some of the, the people that he faced. Um, let's talk about uh, Kenta Nakumura. How, how do you think about that race? So the Kenta race was the one that was in the rain. And if you actually listen to the dub yes. of that, his voice actor was the same voice actor for um, the lead singer of Beck Mongolian Chop Squad in oh, English. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it was really cool hearing his whiny bitch ass voice again <laughs> and being like, oh, I actually recognize that guy. And he wanted to get revenge for the for the brothers oh yeah he was just a young kid and what makes me mad about a lot of this initial d is not only is this dude driving a car that's 10 years older than everything he's facing but now everyone's challenging him to like a race where they know he should have the lowest chance of winning kenta is like i race all the time in the rain and my car is faster than his. So I want to challenge this guy. And it's like, you're a bitch. <laughs> like, you didn't see him straight up. You didn't see him on normal conditions. Yeah. Let's go with the freaking gumstick deathmatch guy. I drive yes. this race all the time. I practice this Shingo. all the time. There's no way he could do this once. And I'm like, wait. So not only did you acknowledge your car is better than his, has a better engine, has better qualities as a performance for a vehicle. But you also acknowledge you practice this one driving method more than 12 times and he's only practiced it once and you're saying like you're happy over this fucking victory you're a little bitch like it makes when i watch most of these like battles most of the time it's them and their strength battling this guy where they acknowledge he's dramatically younger than him they acknowledge he has an older car they acknowledge all these things and then they're happy that they potentially could beat him at the one thing they practice at it's so dumb to me yeah honestly it's like what uh they say in like episode four uh his friend was like hey honestly it's like one of the other friends said hey do you think takumi we see that he's great going the downhill on this on this road do you think he's gonna be good on other paths yeah something that he doesn't know about like ones that which is a valid question it's like and that's what's so frustrating for me when i watch these people because they will challenge this guy that they have obvious if they didn't know if he didn't have for instance uh driving since he was a kid they look at him they know they have more experience than this guy because of age they have a better car than this guy and they're driving in that one specific way and making him do it that they practice on 
But they also want to tell you, you should have racing pride and accept all these incoming challenges. It's like, I don't understand this. Is your pride to sit there and beat someone? If I'm going to fight you and I'm going to be on steroids, how should I have pride if I win that fight? It doesn't make sense. I don't know. There's a lot of things where I, I can see where they set up the scene and it genuinely made me very irritated because I'm like, why would they accept that? If you're Takumi and there's a gumstick death match, for instance, and this dude just puts your boy in the hospital, why are you going to accept the race? Why not just beat the brakes off that guy? Oh, That's what I would yeah, do. Fight. I would be like, if you're going to try to put two people I know in the hospital, you're going to bump their cars from behind. Yeah. All right. Then obviously, and you don't think I'm going to do something in person? Yeah. Like, what? That that just doesn't exist? You're, just the idea, like, people really would die. Like, that guardrail can only help you so much. You go on 120. That guardrail was not designed to and with take that impact. That specific prick, he had he specifically said, "I will have no problem putting this guy in the ravine and killing him." So it's like you're gonna kill this guy that you already have all the advantages in the world yeah. against anyway, specifically so that you can have four people in your crew be like, "Oh, you're the man." Like really, oh, yeah. You're to a- say I'm the leader of the night st- uh, night kids now. It may like, just uh, oh. it's like, how did you win? Oh, I made him do this. This crazy challenge that pretty much no one does. Have them tape their hand to the steering wheel. And I bumped them off the yes. road. I saw that my my the guy who's number one in our crew tried to race him legitly, the normal way, just race him downhill. Even like, though he had a car that was top of yeah, line, top of almost line. world's fastest car. And would still lose. But my Honda Civic, I'm not going to do what he did. I'm not going to just challenge him. I'm going to make sure he... He has to have his hand taped to the steering wheel. That's the way I know for f- sure you're either a good driver or you're a shit driver. Yeah. Even though that doesn't prove anything because that would never happen in real life. And that's what made me mad because it's like, <laughs> yo, if you want to beat this guy, you don't. You, you're not going to like just get him square up even like I don't understand this it has to be that specific way. Drove me freaking crazy. <laughs> 13 episodes. We only you only dealt with the first um, uh, you only dealt case gay race you had for some reason the other guy's name is not showing up for me but the guy who had the the, the top of the end car the gtr the, G, the, the gtr from the night kids night kids and then you get um well the you have other. that mini one where it's uh iggy well iggy's eight five he's eight five he drives but it doesn't really count that's irrelevant uh that and then dumb. he has a guy who's bumping people off the road shingo yeah and that's that right there is around at like 12 to 14 because yeah. it goes a little bit past yeah, that thir- yeah 13 before the re- actual race actually happens yeah um yeah uh let's let's get into the thoughts and stuff what do you think of the the series overall i, I mean as overall i liked with what they did and how they built it back up I didn't expect myself to get so thrown into it and so absorbed, I mean, years later. So, I mean, it obviously does a lot of good things really well. I mean, enough to where I finished the whole first stage and I plan on continuing so I can actually, like, finish and see what's, what else mm. is going to happen to Tak uh, Takumi. And so I liked some of the characters, like the father. I liked the shop, uh, the shop owner, for instance. Both of those guys crack me up, and especially yeah. their American voice actors, like they crack oh, yeah. me up. I like they have a they really like good charm. Two, two old men, yeah, like, that just kind of bicker, kids. and yeah. like one's kind of just getting caught up in the youth, and the other's yeah. like, I don't care about them. And how realistic! I like how uh, Takumi's dad was like, I gotta go to the business comp comments and stuff like he has other things he has to worry about like hey he owns a tofu shop yeah so like just thrown in there like he has other things he has to worry about 
and has to raise a kid. Exactly. And I mean, even with the supporting cast, like the Takahashi brothers, like I, I mean, they grew on me. I like them, especially like the older one. And I mean, <clears throat> what's coming up, you see different styles of drivers and different cars. You learn different techniques. Uh, that's the good thing about anime is anime and manga itself has an interesting way of teaching you shit you never would have thought yeah. or never known before. Me and you aren't car guys. We've never been car guys. No. And so when we have an anime that introduces us to that, and then all of a sudden you start understanding what a midship is or front wheel and a rear wheel yeah. and what is a power slide opposed to a drift. I mean, that is the type of stuff that's pretty interesting because it's real technique that could be applied in reality. And it's similar to like that sumo wrestling anime. Like yeah. I was never into sumo wrestling, but they taught you the rules. They teach you what to do. They teach you context. And now all of a sudden you are able to get behind it. And whether it's, I mean, and that's why it's so interesting because with street racing, uh, the difference between that and Akagi to me is I feel like um, the game Akagi played was do you remember what that game was called mahjong has so many rules that i felt and there was so many different characters that they couldn't really translate where it didn't it was hard for me to get context Mm. but with street racing it's like okay i understand the basics when it comes to at least that yeah that makes more sense so it's easier and was easier for me to be invested especially when you have a good score the only thing is is the art style sometimes is pretty damn ugly man If I was to show you screenshots of that and something modern, and I was newly introduced to anime, it would make sense why a lot of people won't go back to this and just keep with what's going on now. Because if you imagine what Initial D would look like now, with the CGI oh, yeah. now, with the art style now, oh, man. I did like this started the idea of showing that both CGI and standard 2D animation can work mm. well together, because mm-hmm. it really felt like, oh, those are cars racing each other they're just more like old school computer you feel like hey this is from a computer insert into the animation kind of thing Mm -hmm. uh but yeah it's a natural they made it look clean and they made it look natural i mean when you see the cars on the road in cgi they look heavy they look like bulky and which was a product of the time back then because early 90s late 2000s cars were kind of bulky if you look at like the Subaru Imprezas, the WRXs before they started rounding out the body style to make it more aerodynamic. Yeah. So, I mean, there was a lot where I feel this anime, it works because also the time period. I mean, nowadays with the way cars are, a lot of them are have so much technology into them that it leaves less room for the driver. And so, I mean, with this, everything is stick shift. It's pretty much you're dealing with this. They talk about cars with ABS, the anti-brake lock system. And they have they talk about cars that don't have that where you have to do perfect foot pedal control for braking system yourself. Where nowadays, every car is automatically built with a form of ABS and shit like that. So, I mean, we're very lucky because I don't think this anime could be produced in this time period, modern, and have it still be interesting because there's a lot more technology now than there are in vehicles than there was back then. For sure. What do you think? Do you think the if they made it to where it was modern cars, 2020 like Tesla versus a 2020 Dirk and Dirk, or we even keep it on like to- Toyotas and Hondas, MR2s and shit like that. Do you think with modern cars, you would get the same appeal based off the technology in the cars that you would off a old 90s or 80s Toyota that has doesn't have electric windows. Everything is pretty much a manual on that. 
if I knew more about cars, as far as I could see from like people I know who love their cars and stuff, I think there's certain aspects of uh, new things that they they keep some of the racing cars. But like, I think most people go after those classics now. Mm. Uh, it's only like the the standard companies where I see that people still say they kind of still have that racing vibe, and I think it's mainly Honda, Mitsubishi, and Subaru that they still have some of that that bends, but. It is more like, hey, it's less bulky. It's more uh, fiberglass now, and more about, you know, I think it's more about what what's packed under the the hood than what's actually racing down the, you know, what what's actually going to compete against one another. Mm-hmm. You know, it's more about speed and everything else. And I I don't think um, yeah, I think we're so far from that that ends of being school where we can see people who want to talk about racing in cars. Where now it's more like those those cars. Why I think it's for racing and like for speed. People more buy it for the glamour of it, just mm. having like, hey, this is a cool looking car, but I'm not gonna race it or anything like that. Mm. No. And I think uh, because right now he's doing a series, a new series, uh, MF Cross. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, M- yeah, MF. Uh, what the what the name? MF Ghost. Yeah, MF Ghost. Uh, that he's he's now showing the uh, a new kind of racing style, a new main character and everything. That I think it's more uh, in today's uh, idea of racing. Hmm. I just haven't seen anything for us, anyways. Let's uh, jump into um, the music of Initial D. So Initial D uh, first opening song is called "All Around the World." It's by a band called move or m-o-v-e but we call it move and this is all around the world was all around the world by move what do you think of the opening for initially i think it's popping i think it's popping but that's only because i have an attachment with the song itself because they played that song at soccer con so it's like to me it's 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 a good ass song what did you think man um yeah i think it uh i liked kind of how the intro is because it shows like the characters like little little piece of all the characters you'll see in the manga and show the cars racing. Uh, I think it gets you in the mood or the atmosphere. Of like, hey, this is a very street race focus. And it's all these, like, it's almost like drag racing. But it's all, like, downhill racing for the most part. But it gets you, like, hey, this is the culture of Japan. And I think it kind of throws you in there. Hmm. Which I like. Next one is another by Move. And it's called Rage Your Dream. Silly. 
I will say this one thing about the ending song is they use uh the music video Rage Rage Your Dreams remove in the ending of the ending of the anime. Mm-hmm. They just put it they put, they put like a small window of the music video and the rest are just like credits and cars maybe moving, but it's basically the music video mm-hmm. the credits embedded in there and it, and it works mm-hmm. I, I would did you li- you ever listen to them both is this one of those ones where every time you start it you listen to the full no. opening i mean if it was a good episode for instance then i would let the i would usually let the uh outro go yeah because i, I feel like it if it's a good episode it's a good transition and it's a decent outro but if it's a standard one, for instance, then most of the time I'm skipping because I'm in a binge mode where I'm like, oh, I need to know what's going to happen next. Yeah, yeah and I'm the same way. This uh, Dish D has a, a big thing where they, they keep, I won't say like cliffhanger kind of things, but it's always like uh, things happen where it just ends abruptly. Like it's not like next time. You just like things, you, you transition from the, the episode you're just watching to the second episode mm-hmm. with just little snippets of recap and right into it. And I kind of like that. I think mm. that works well hmm. for that style. I wanted to bring it kind of back a uh, yeah. quick tangent. So you mentioned the the MF Ghost. Yes. So I was kind of looking that up as these songs were playing. And apparently it's referenced that Takumi is um, pretty much the mentor of the main character of this MF Ghost. Okay. Yeah. So this is way later on, but Takumi is mentioned as like that main character is like teacher. So I'm really curious to see that main character and what happens and stuff like that right. like going forward. Yeah. But there's no like American uh tra- English translation of it yet? Or oh, I have is? no idea. I didn't look too much into that. All right. Like there's no Chicken, point. I, I don't care until well, I finish up passing Taku. down. Yeah, I gotta finish up my boy's story before I finish up anything else. And we I wanna know what uh Takumi doing because I know Itsuke or Iggy Works at a gas station. Well, based off what I read, Takumi seems like he said a good amount of records. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but street racing records, right? Records. Oh, like pro records? records? Like we're, we're saying records. On the record, for the record. Records. records. All right. So he might, he might not be running the tofu shop no more. He might be too good for tofu. He'd be too good for tofu doing a chicken instead. But going forward, would you put these move songs on any of your playlist? I need to. I need to go back and listen to more of their songs. Uh, I think I went through them so quick because mm. I was like, like you said, binging watching this more. Because I was this and this initial D was what saved me from feeling like so down because of Witch Hunter Robin. Witch Hunter Robin, I just, I just didn't care. Initial D, I was like, this is so much better. I like these characters more. That's like comparing a sports anime to a freaking like paranormal like talking anime. It's that not, makes it's no not sense. a fair comparison, but yeah, you got. It sounds like you were a little close minded. That's no, what it sounds like. No, I wasn't close minded. Mm. But going forward, would you recommend Initial D? Um, I would hi- if if you like sports and maybe interested in cars, I would highly recommend Initial D towards mm-hmm. you. I think it's a good, uh, it's a it's a sin-in. I think it's a it's a good one, and a, a very enjoyable. And then right now, if you have the Funimation app or just want to pay for anime, use Funimation. You can watch all the whole series from uh, first stage on to the fourth stage and extras, all that stuff. Yeah, Funimation actually did a really good job because I think they updated their site, so the layout looks a little bit different, so they have dramatically different sections. It was really unintuitive 
to the point to where it was frustrating having to find different animes or like specific lists of the simul simul class or the stuff that's recently out right now, the stuff that you're currently watching, uh, the queue. So I felt like that was all over the place originally, and now I feel with the way they're update the new the new layout looks, it's a lot better for me for sure. I think they did that mainly because they left. Uh, Crunchyroll, and then they got to get real serious once people start buying their subscriptions because it was kind of a hot mess. Where I felt like it was more about merchandise and news, like Funimation news. And hey, I want to watch anime. I just want to go see your anime collection. I I don't think I've ever checked the news aspect of that. Yeah. If I get I I check Anime News Network yeah. every day. Well, yeah, that's different. You can go see like it's completely Funimation news. I wake up and there's three sites I check every single day first thing yes. in the morning. Anime News Network, SureDog and ign and so it's like got the mma got the the video game got the anime okay this is my news for the day actually i I should honestly do that because i i my news is all the shit in the world and i gotta not start my day i won't do that being depressed the first thing you see in your day in my opinion sets the tone for the rest of the day so that's why like i try not to get on facebook until i see at least a couple positive things and then at that point then it's smart i'll like open that up smart smart for the the mental health of the day yeah um but uh do you have a song you want to recommend uh to play out or do you want so this one's your yours i'll uh play one out on uh the Four. next one we end up doing but in terms of this right now i mean do i have music to play a hundred percent i always have a, a good japanese I have song music. to play i just don't know if hopefully i didn't never played it before i mean i probably haven't we should probably make a list eventually of all the yeah, songs we, we definitely just go back. played. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of an idea of just going back and re-going uh, through the episodes and be like, oh, I need to do this. But I haven't. Not yet, anyway. So, because we watch an anime that reminded us of high school, I thought, let's listen to a band that also reminded us about high school. And that was a, a Korean rap group, artist group named Epic High, and the song I'm choosing that's in Korean it's called Map the Soul featuring MYK by Epic High Just having on the thin and kind of 